0: It's time for Atomic Monsoon, from Voice America, with your hosts, Psycho Andy. But he was just sitting there at the heavy metal booth, just chilling out, not doing anything. Josh. The
1: whole, like, (laughs) Pikachu-looking thing with the Marilyn Monroe face, and just, it just absolutely killed me.
0: And Jedi Stephanie. They all come from different walks of life, but they all enjoy the passion of whacking each other with glow sticks. And now... Broadcasting from the Voice America headquarters in Phoenix, Arizona. It's Five, Atomic Monsoon. Four, okay, are you ready? Boom. Yeah! Open wide. One. Oh, you can. Welcome out to Atomic Monsoon on VoiceAmerica.com. What's going on, everybody? Hi. I'm Psycho Andy.
1: And I'm Craig. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to the most entertaining 50 to 55 minutes of your pop culture week. It's Atomic Monsoon for VoiceAmerica.com. Uh, how's it going, Craig?
1: It's going great. 50 good. to 50. That's a very tight window. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, we, uh, in theory we're live sometimes. And so we, wow. our show's run an hour and we get some ad breaks afterwards. So cool. yeah. Um, before we get started, I just real quick want to thank our friends at Def M Records who normally do our intro, but this week I want to thank Capcom for, uh, not suing us.
1: Give it up for Armored Armadillo. Let's go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That song's so good. <laughs> it,
1: it, that's, that's exactly why I was chosen. It was just high energy. Fast-paced, it gets you right in the mood. It sets, sets the uh, tone for the show immediately.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Stephanie and Josh aren't able to join me due to scheduling conflicts. Um, school started back up, so Stephanie's teaching, and Josh is recording other people's shows. So it's just me and, and Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Woods here.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, no. no. The, the alter <laughs> ego. One of my 17,000 alter egos. <laughs>
0: uh, as long as the evil version doesn't come out, I think we'll be okay. No, he's dead. Uh, okay. He, 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 he'll, he'll <laughs> okay. Excited, That's yes. Yes. So, Craig. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm doing awesome. I'm doing great, man. Can't, can't I complain at all. I'm loving loving life right now. Had a great stream this morning. Got to got to hang out, and now we're just uh, rocking and rolling. you just rocking and rolling, man. Enjoying life.
0: Yeah, I caught a little bit of the stream, so that was that was super fun. I've I've never seen the game Fall Guys before, but uh, I might need to look. Um,
1: it's it's the best. It's the best game. It's not Fall Guys. it's not a game it's the best game it's Up, the game. Best. the game was made for me like good god <laughs> like if there was ever a game that was made for me it's that game that's awesome yeah that's 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 so good
0: when you find those games oh yeah yeah and like
1: r- and right now you know like just leaving and doing my own thing like i cannot ask for a better game to start my channel with like totally fortunate lucky <laughs> like was like wow this is perfect for me i got this is the best so uh yeah, yeah. stoked
0: yeah and your wife and kids are good? Everyone's healthy and safe right now with with everything going on in the world?
1: Andy, my wife died. No, what is... no, she's no no oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, my wife, every, everyone's great. Sorry. I just I... <laughs> Wow. Oh, no. I, I I listen, I'm just going to tell you right now. I I just I just imagined you kind of like sweating bullets immediately cuz I I've been in those situations where you like step in a bear trap like that and you're oh, just like, "Oh, you know." I was... oh.
0: I was all set to just be like, well, there's a big chunk of the intro we got to edit out.
1: No, um, that's awesome. No, everything's <laughs> great, man. Everything's awesome. can I complain good. at all?
0: Oh, so glad to hear that. Um, <laughs> cool, man. Cool. <laughs> well, okay. So, Craig, uh, your Craig Skits is here. Uh, that's who I'm talking with. Um,
1: Craig Skits, you just started a podcast a few weeks ago. Uh, what do you got, four or five episodes out now? Uh, depending on the school's eyes, five, uh, maybe six, actually, because I... I I did a live live one with Gus from Rooster Teeth a couple of days ago. One of the co-founders of Rooster Teeth, and uh, I just kind of did a little experiment with that, being live. And uh, I don't know if that's going to count in as canon <laughs> or not, but okay. Uh, okay. but I'm just just testing out. Like the show's so early that I am just kind of throwing things against the wall and seeing what sticks. And uh, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see if we if I go the uh, live format or the edited content side of it. But, um, yeah, you know, four or five episodes, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's been interesting. A lot of people have been asking about me getting back to podcasting for a while. And, uh, I thought this would be, it's just something I wanted to do, something I felt I needed to do. So I'm excited to be doing it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I was a regular side scrollers listener, uh, back in, I, back I in couldn't the tell. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. No man, it was it was every week. It was you know, side scrollers was was uh, oftentimes multiple times in the week. Just I had uh, at the time I had an hour commute to work, so uh, you guys made it a lot shorter. So thank you.
1: Well, thank you, man. Uh, yeah. Side scrollers was interesting because you know it's it's what attack started with this right. uh, this podcast and. And the whole idea was, it was like, well, we're going to talk about video games. We're going to do this radio show about video games because nobody's talking about video games. Then we found out later There's these things called podcasts, and everybody's doing a podcast, even like 2006, right? Like, um, or not everybody, but it was it was becoming a thing. Oh, sure. um, at least there was people out there doing them. And and um, you know, the whole idea was, I had just finished interning at a radio station, and uh, for me, having ne- like having never listened to a podcast before. Um, but doing a podcast, uh, my natural thought was to produce it like a radio show and to have a lot of production in it and, uh, you know, have a intro and break it down into segments and, and, uh, you know, go for 30 to 45 minutes and treat it like an hour, hour show. And, um, it was, it was fun, man. It was, it was, it was really fun. The different casts that we had all added something different to it. So it was a great way for like the hardcore of the hardcore to really, uh latch on and get to know everybody
0: yeah yeah um i always felt like side scrollers was kind of the heart of screw attack um i guess there might be people who are listening to this because they're atomic monsoon fans who don't know about screw attack at all so we should probably uh (laughs) introduce that as well um craig ran a a video game comedy site i guess uh it was fun in video games was was your your soul of was screw attack yeah yeah
1: uh, I would say With, ScrewAttack. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you, you, I, I would love to hear you describe it as opposed to me.
0: That's fair. Um, yeah. Like I know. I know you said. You know the the purpose of ScrewAttack is video games and fun. And as long as you were in charge, that's what it was going to be. Um, and yeah, it was. It was. You know, a lot of it was pretty much daily videos. Um, a lot of more kind of bite sized which I still appreciate. Um, you know, a lot of things were were five minutes or less. So like yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a huge time investment every day. It was just, hey, what are they doing? What are they doing today? Um, it, was, it was almost every day that there was something new. Um, the angry video game nerd comes out of Screw Attack. Um, lots lots of people come out of Screw Attack. Actually, uh, Death Battle, which is now over with booster Teeth, comes out of Screw Attack. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, uh, it's definitely a laundry list of folks who uh, you know, peanut butter gamer, Gerard the completionist. Um, you know, a uh, map pat from game theory. All, they all got their start on ScrewAttack. Uh,
0: um, I don't Screw know if MovieBob got his start at ScrewAttack, but I know MovieBob was the game over thinker uh, for a long time there as well.
1: Yeah, so MovieBob was actually a community member, and he won a contest we had called "My Vids Don't Suck," where the okay. the whole premise of the, the contest was to uh, have a tournament between community members and uh, and the content that they produce, and then the winner would be a feature on the site. And that's oh, how mo- that's how movie Bob became a thing. Nice,
0: nice, yeah, and he's he's been very successful uh, coming out of that. So yeah, lots of lots of influence from Screw Attack.
1: Yeah, it's it's been pretty cool. Uh, it's been neat to see, and uh, you know, now that I'm I've left uh, left Game Attack and kind of started off and, and done my own thing, I've, I've seen a lot of people come back uh, who I hadn't seen in like literally years, and they're like, oh my gosh. It's so good to see you back doing this. And I'm like, well, I never really left doing it. But hey, cool. Good to see you. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of people have been talking about Screw Attack and there's kind of like this little, I don't know, emotional renaissance, you know, going on, you know, at least, at least for me, um, yeah. you know, to kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of like nostalgia overload for, just, you know, people talking about Screw Attack and kind of what it meant to them. And that's, that's really neat, really neat for me
0: yeah yeah for sure i know um I, I can't speak for everybody but i know for me um streaming gaming stuff is not my favorite way to consume video games right so and i know that's kind of what the majority of game attack was which you started after mm-hmm. screw mm-hmm. attack um was bought and basically merged with rooster teeth mm-hmm. um and, and like i i watched occasionally but you know like hey uh if i'm gonna if i'm gonna sit down and watch you guys play a game for an hour i'd rather just play the game myself personally sure um And so when I saw you recently did um, an interview with uh, James on Cinemassacre about UHF, um, which is an incredibly underrated movie. It's the best. Um, Yeah, yeah. It's I I mean, I've got my entire Weird Al discography right in front of me right now, Mm -hmm. um, completely by coincidence. And then, you know, on the suggested videos, it was like, hey, the Craig Skits podcast, watch him talk with James Moore. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. (laughs) And um, that was it like, like it, it must have been just a couple days after you had posted that because uh, I was immediately like, well, I'm going to subscribe to this on my phone because I'm, I, you know, I'm an audio guy. Right. I yeah, work. Yeah, a radio network, so, uh-huh. um, yeah. And that Tommy Tallarico one dropped a couple days later. And I was like, well, this is great. That that is an amazing interview, by the way. Thanks. Um, yeah. Yeah. For anyone listening, if if nothing else, you should go check out the Craig Skits podcast, S-K-I-T-Z and listen to episode two with Tommy Tallarico um it's it was super inspiring like yeah. i was i was already some side project stuff uh while i was listening to that but i was like i i need to do this better <laughs> yeah um,
1: tommy tommy's really really a great dude i'll tell you this there's been one theme across every single episode that i recorded um mm-hmm. and and every single person that i've spoke to uh, they talk about how they just grinded and worked to get to where they were. And yeah. no, like nothing has been handed to them. I, I have uh, upcoming episodes with Greg Miller from Kind of Funny. I have episodes, uh, an episode with, uh, a, a, I'd say he's an up-and-comer, but he's he's massive. He has a million subscribers on YouTube. Uh, named Scott the Woz. Uh, oh, yeah. And um, uh, so I interviewed Scott. And, and really, it's all about grinding. Like Scott's 23 years old, and he's been doing it for 10 years. You know Jeez, like I
0: didn't realize he was that young because yeah he's been around forever.
1: Scott got a start on screw attack. You well, know how about that? Right? <laughs> and, and and it's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's nuts. So um you know that's it's really bizarre. Like it's it's really uh it's, it's bizarre to see the list of people who who have had it, but that also that the reoccurring theme of just grinding and working and and finding a way to make it work and, and having a goal and going for that goal and keep keep going until you till you don't hit it. Uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. But Tommy is, is, uh, you know, he is a, he's a great dude, works his ass off and he will find a way to make things work. Even when people say it won't.
0: Yeah. 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 And I've been to video games live. That's a tremendous show. Like that's a, the, the production on that is great. That's great. Um, and I'm, and I'm a big fan of the earth from gym games and I, you know, keep their soundtracks on my, in my library all the time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I've been a big fan of him for forever too. <laughs> Uh, okay, so but before you did Screw Attack, yeah, you you were known as a bit of an athlete, right? You you played Slam Ball.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's weird. Um, slam Ball was this like made-for-TV sport in the early 2000s. Uh, mm-hmm. I played. It was two seasons. I played in uh, there was a 2002 season and a 2003 season, which is now 17 years ago. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Um, <laughs> so so I played Slam Ball. And uh, it was it was one of the, it was, that was my first real taste of the internet of what the internet could do because
0: oh interesting um,
1: okay. so I, I we would watch wrestling yeah. uh WWF wrestling as WWF, we all I did in the, in the late nineties
0: and early two thousands yeah right?
1: and then uh, immediately after wrestling premiered this new show called Slam Ball and it was a I played basketball and I love NBA Jam and for me it was real life NBA Jam and yeah, I was like oh my gosh pretty I, accurate, like yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, Like, I mean, the only thing you just you just can't catch fire in it, you know, right. um, but, you know, you're doing these superhuman dunks, these trampolines and stuff. And um, I, you know, I saw I remember watching the premiere of it and I was standing in Tom's house TJ uh, TJ's house. And uh, I was like, I'm going to play that. I'm, I'm going to play that. So I spent like I, uh, the first thing I did was I found a place that had a big trampoline like that, that I guess the, the closest I could guess what a trampoline would be like that. And. Um, I went to like probably six or seven local gymnastics places here in Texas, in Dallas, and was like, Hey, uh, I want to train for this slam ball thing. Can I come and jump on your trampoline? And uh so, so I would go into I went into this place and uh they let me jump on their trampoline for free for nothing. Like every Monday, like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, three times a week, I'd go up there and I'd train and I'd and uh you know, it was one of those things where like I knew I was training for this sport, but I didn't know how I was gonna get a tryout for this sport. So all the while this is happening, I'm on the message board for Slam Ball. And uh, I'm talking about, man, I really want to try out blah, 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 blah. And uh, occasionally the, the guy who ran Slam Ball, his name was Mason Gordon. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would occasionally pop in. And like one day, I don't know, two, two three months before tryouts, he goes, hey, I'm going to offer one person from this message boards a tryout. Um, just one person. And I've been really active in, in the community because I was just so passionate about it. And like everyone's like, oh, it's got to be Craig. Like it's Craig. Craig, you know, um, Craig Skits actually was my username. He's like, it's got to be Craig. So sure enough, uh, like after like campaigning and, uh, you know, doing my best to get this guy's attention, he's like, okay, Craig, you can come out. So that was like the first thing. Like I didn't know who Mason Gordon was, but I was introduced to him via message board and like campaigning to be the guy who was going to get this tryout. And so, yeah, I got this tryout. I was the last pick of the entire draft. Uh, last player chosen. Yeah, dude, like it's funny because there was like, I legitimately thought I was the best player there. And I was like, I am better than everybody here on a trampoline. I feel like I should be the number one pick. And like when they, when they announced the number, like, and you got to remember, there are guys who played like high division one college basketball, right? Like we're talking, we're talking like, you know, USC, Southern California. We're talking Georgia Tech. One of my teammates was, the uh ACC freshman of the year uh at Georgia Tech and a few years later Chris Bosch was the ACC freshman of the year so like if he had just if he had just been like you know just a few years later right like he would have gone to the pros but it like in that time that he played college basketball it wasn't like a one and done type of thing uh it was it was you stayed for three four years so the guy I played with like the guys I played with were really good, but I thought I was, like, the best because this is, like, between basketball and trampolines and all this stuff. Like, I was like, I am convinced. So they had this – they were producing this, like, documentary about Slam Ball mm-hmm. prior to uh, – that was going to release prior to episode one. And I was one of the people that were following around because it's, like, it's a story about this kid who used the internet to get this tryout and blah, 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 blah. And, like, um, you know, he sees this fan turned into a player. And it's, like, this great story, Right. But I, like I said, I legitimately think I'm like the best player there. So, <laughs> so by the time the draft gets done and I'm the last player picked, uh, they, they, sh- they stick this camera in my face and they're like, well, oh man, how do you feel? And they're expecting me to be like, oh, I'm so happy to be here. Hooray. You know? And in, in actuality, I'm like, there's no way I should have been the last player picked. You know? And, and I'm, <laughs> I'm like totally salty about it. And I'm like, I'm better than all these guys. And I, I went like straight heel on them and like (laughs) it totally ruined like this this whole like inspirational story about this underdog who's coming from the internet and it ruined the ruined the story they wanted to tell so i did not make the documentary oh no oh no probably a good reason because like you know up up until then i was like you know i'm just happy to be here because i'm you know i was trying to trying to be humble right? right and it was just one of those things where it just, like, it hit me, and I was so salty and so mad. because like, I'm better than all these guys. I can't believe it.
0: Oh, well, I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, you definitely were a highlight in the in the league, um, which I can only... I mean, I I know I watched a few Slam Ball games when it was on. Um, I didn't watch every single one of them. Honestly, I don't remember you from that. I just know you, oh. you talked about it, so...
1: I legitimately... I think I... Um, I think... I don't think one of our games made it on TV, uh, actually. Like, oh, I, wow. I think I think one of our teams did, one of our team games, but I don't think I played in that game that made it on TV. So, like, okay. all all the footage of me on T te- like, all the footage you've seen is from, uh, whether it was on YouTube or whatever, was footage that was taken from other games. Um, Crazy. Okay. So, so, like, like really what happened was, like I said, I was the last pick in this draft, and the, the season was only 10 games long. Mm-hmm. So, like, halfway through the season... Like our team sucks. Like I think we're like one in four, maybe zero oh and five. Oh, and no. and that guy from Georgia Tech is like, hey, like you need to let Craig play, like let him play to the coach. And the coach is like, okay. So he puts me in the starting lineup, and I go off for like eighteen points that game. And like I like a dominant in the game. Mm-hmm. And like eighteen points in a game to like in a game of like forty five. You know, like right. I'm like a third of our points. Right. So I started the rest of the season. And uh, I played pr- pretty well, like the second half, and I was, it was good, yeah. But like, I think you, know, you say I was like a highlight of the league. I wasn't while I was playing, okay. um, but uh, but like after afterwards with Screw Attack and everything, I think it helped get the word out a little bit more about about Slam Ball for sure. So it yeah. was it was neat. It was neat. Yeah, because
0: I was gonna say the Slam Ball YouTube channel um, has a couple highlight videos of you, right. And like, there's a couple highlight videos of some of the other players, but that's it. Like, it's right. it's uh, yeah. I don't know.
1: No, um, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's cool. It's neat. And, and they kind of saw what Screw Attack was doing and stuff. And it's funny because probably, I don't know, maybe two years ago, maybe uh, two, three years ago, um, I actually had a conversation with um, Mason and uh, the guy who's run, who ran Slam Ball, still is running Slam Ball, by the way. Oh, cool. uh, apparently, it's a thing over in, over in Japan or China. Um, okay. He was like, Do you want to buy a team? I'm like, What? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I want to buy a team. So,
0: yeah, that's awesome.
1: Player to owner, so <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, Stranger Things happened, right? Yeah, right, uh, right. So, speaking of strange things and transitions, how do you go from slam ball to screw attack?
1: That's a great question. So, uh, I finished school. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the University of North Texas. Got had a degree in broadcast journalism. Um, well, actually, I had a degree in uh, well, it, it was broadcast journalism, but I, I started with a, like a regular degree in like reading, you know, your traditional journalism. You know, sure, right. Journalism. And, uh, I realized that I like, I didn't like to read or write and being (laughs) a, being a journalism major, that's not a good thing, right? Right. That's, that's most of that job, (laughs) right? Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of where the, the, the video game aspect of it happened. Um, I, I finished with the degree. I had like really two passions, like sports and video games. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I wanted to call like play by play for basketball or baseball or football or whatever. Sure. And that's what I wanted to do, but it was one of those things where it's like I didn't want to move to Pawtucket, Rhode Island, and call Double A baseball games and hope somebody calling Triple A baseball games died so I can move up the ladder. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so Nothing against
0: the great state of Rhode Island, where my boss is from,
1: and and Pawtucket, you know, like I hear great things. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, but you you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to like. I w- I didn't want to be patient enough for that you know and, <laughs> yeah. I, and, I, and it's funny you know i talk about grinding and stuff like i figured i could start something over and start something by myself and that's where the idea of the podcast started mm-hmm. and then screw attack became a thing so uh, that's that's pretty much how how we got there
0: okay yeah yeah and i know i know there's more of the origin of screw attack um a lot of places. Like I know any of your fans that are coming over listening are gonna are gonna know a lot of that stuff. And for anyone, you know, the Atomic Monsoon listeners, Craig did a, a wonderful interview with Hats Off Media on YouTube a couple months ago that went over a lot, a lot of behind the scenes stuff that I don't really feel like we need to. I don't want to double up on. Like, just go watch that because <laughs> you guys nailed it.
1: Yeah, that was probably the most in depth interview I think I've ever done on just just the whole backstory of Screw Attack and everything like that. It was it was, it was fun. Good story.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was super cool. And then um, between that, and then like when when Your Teeth retired the Screw Attack name, you did a like a stream that's on your on the Game Attack YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know where like and I watched like, I watched a lot of stuff in preparation for this, and I was like, oh man, I, I'm I'm not gonna ask a bunch of the questions I was gonna ask now because like <laughs> the answers are out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you can ask whatever you want, man. Whatever you okay. want. No, it's good.
0: All right. Well, then, uh, where did the name G1 come from?
1: Yeah, so, you know, in radio, um, uh-huh. there's a, the, I'm sure. are you familiar with the term P1? Uh,
0: not outside of player one, no.
1: Yeah, so there's a term called P1, which, to my knowledge, is when you look at your radio dial, specifically in the car, usually there are presets for preset one, two, three, four, five, and six, or however many presets you have in your car. And there's a term called P1 for placement one, like people want to be placement one on your preset dial. Um, and that, that is in like an avid listener. And, uh, I kind of took that and swung it and called it G one for gaming. And, uh, you know, the G and the G and G one doesn't mean anything. It's just, just figured gaming. So I just called them G one. So, you know, that was, uh, that's really it. I mean, that's really just a radio term that I kind of twisted a little bit and turned it into some sort of gamer thing. And, and, uh, it was interesting because, you know, back then you didn't, like everyone was just a viewer. Right? right or a listener giving right. giving a giving community ownership was something I really felt was important, and that's why the term G one became a thing. And now everybody does that, so it's it's pretty cool. Pretty cool to see. I mean, I'm not going to say I was the first one to do that, but it was it was definitely neat to see that trickle down effect from you know from other relationships and giving giving communities ownership. It was pretty cool.
0: Cool, yeah. I, I you know it's one of those things like you've talked about the origin of screw attack, You know, coming from from metroid obviously and screw tech being the best power up in the game and that's why you guys you picked that but i i don't think he, i'd ever heard the origin of g1 so uh, i've always i've always wondered about
1: that there you go
0: there i go speaking of the name screw tech any, any any regrets later on choosing screw attack as the
1: uh site name <laughs> oh that's funny um no no i, I mean there, there was you know when you're trying to register a business um right. And, you know, especially on a time online where they go, you know, what do you do? You can say, well, what's what's your what's your business name? Oh, screw attack entertainment. And what do you do? Well, we do online video, you know, right. So you get a lot of (laughs) a lot of funny names that way. raised eyebrows. Yeah, right, right, right. But but uh, not really. No, you know, for me, I actually really like the name because because for those who who are really into gaming, they know what it's about. Right. And those who aren't don't they're the ones who raise the eyebrows so it almost made it more inclusive right okay. uh yeah. and more more of a niche gaming thing which was which is cool so you know yeah. we initially you know we talked about screw attack was was sheer you know the weird thing about it was screw attack is just sheer coincidence uh, i mean it could have been anything when we were looking we were looking for domain names and uh, i mean we looked at all sorts of things we looked at you know, we were just looking for like powerful power ups in video games. Like the most pow- that was the whole idea. We looked for like Master Sword and Red com, like Red Ring in um in Zelda is like the most powerful ring. Which right. uh, which oddly enough, like had we chosen red ring, that would have meant something totally different during the Xbox three sixty era, right? Which uh, was like right
0: after you guys started, yeah.
1: Yeah, right, right. And and actually probably would have been huge for like traffic because people like well, how do I fix my red ring? Um probably but, true, yeah. But yeah, Attack, We literally just went on GoDaddy. It was like, oh well, you know, we were just going down the list, and I, I remember uh, someone said, well, let's check, let's check ScrewAttack, and we were just like, no, nah, that's got to be chosen. Uh, I mean, it's it's <laughs> such a such a known power up. It has to be chosen, and it wasn't. It was like, there it is, <laughs> ScrewAttack. Right. You know, we were, so <laughs> so yeah, you know, I wish I could tell you there was a lot more a lot more thought put into it, but there wasn't. <laughs> you know, uh,
0: yeah, I get that. Um, I. I... <laughs> I usually just go by my first name on Atomic Monsoon, but I've been Psycho Andy uh, since 1995. And right. literally that started because I was an assistant volunteer at a summer camp one summer. And there were so many of us that I kind of got stuck at the arts and crafts booth for the first half.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And the guy that ran that was Crazy Ed. And one day he was like, well, if I'm going to be Crazy Ed, you need a nickname too. Right. And like I was like, well, I don't want to do Crazy Andy because that's your name. And so we just kind of went down all of the synonyms for Crazy and we decided Psycho Andy sounded the best. <laughs> um and then a few years later when, you know, I got it online, it was like, well, this is the name I'm going to pick because it's, you know, it's me. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm not actually crazy, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it'll keep away, you know, strange people. So, yeah, I get sure, it. Sure, sure. Like, you just kind of start, hey, we want to do something like this. And you go down that list and you're like, well, this is the one that worked. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's you kind of roll with it. So, yeah, uh, but but honestly, I, th- I think it turned out to be the best, you know, the best possible name it could have could have been. It, it worked in so many ways. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're, you know, I was really happy with it.
0: Yeah. So I guess transitioning off of that into other other names, right? So ScrewAttack started in 2006, but by 2009, you guys were big enough that you, you had your, your own convention, the ScrewAttack Gaming Convention, SGC. What was starting that like?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was fun. Uh, I remember coming back from, I think the first year we had SGC was uh, 2008 um oh, okay. but before that we had uh an event called the iron man of gaming yes and the iron man of gaming was a tournament that was built around finding like the best overall gamer right man um, i
0: i let me tell you craig i wanted to compete in the iron man so bad but i'm horrible at first person shooters right and right. uh there's I, I knew that like between that and you know the couple of other games that you guys kept announcing it was like well first of all i can't travel because I, I i was you know broke um and secondly like even if I could it was like there's no way there's no way that I'm going to be the best overall gamer here so yeah but I always thought the concept of just hey it's every genre every generation every platform right uh yeah who is the best of the
1: best right like there were a lot of there are a lot of guys who are really good at halo and they're like you're the best gamer in the world i'm like really can they beat mario 2 right you know you know so so that was the whole premise of it and I wanted to find the best overall gamer and what we saw was Well, so, so we did the Iron Man of gaming and, uh, it was, it was a really fun event. And then I went to PAX that year and I remember going to PAX and coming back and just being on the plane, sitting there thinking like, we can do that. Like we can absolutely do that. Now we we can't do it for 30,000 people right now, but we can, we can do that. We can do that and do it our own way. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I came back and I was like, you know, I, I remember Corey and Jose and Destin are there and I'm like, hey, we're gonna do a convention. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> what? Um and uh so we sat down and and kind of everybody got on board and we sat down and we started thinking of names and stuff. And eventually, you know, like the term the name screw attack was the thing that was was the um was scary because we didn't want to use the term screw attack because mamas didn't want to send their kid to a Send right. their uh, kid to a convention called Screw Attack, you know. Right. So that's why we went with SGC with the screw attack being the subtitle. But uh yeah, you know, g- getting it started was crazy. The first one, I mean, I I ran the events with with the help from everybody. And I think that's the thing about SGC that people really have nostalgia for for those who went to it. Cause SGC grew from the first year it was a thousand people. And the the last year we did it, we had it was the largest event in uh in North Texas. We had Uh, fifteen thousand people go to it. It's final year, and it had caught on. Like it was, it was one of those things where, man, it was, it was, was cool. It was really cool event, and it had a really neat vibe, and it was really welcoming. It was, it was really neat. So, but the first year, the thing about the people remember about SEC, those who went, was that like it was us running the event. Like it was like Ben was running camera, Nick was on stage with camera. You know, I'm I'm running the event while emceeing, you know, intros for, for things and running programming. And when somebody had a question, they came to me, you know, as opposed to event organizer. We, we didn't have that. And, as one of, and it's not that we didn't want that. It's we didn't know that those things existed, you know. So we just <laughs> yeah. did them, you know. Yeah. I, I think that was, that was the crazy thing. We did. We just did them. We started SGC. We started doing video games. We bought a video game store. Like, we did all these things just because... Cause why not? Let's just do them, you know. Let's let's just go and give it a go.
0: No, I mean, it, listen. If you have the resources, why not, right? Like. Well, we
1: didn't. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most fascinating thing about it was like SGC never made a profit. SGC lost sure. money every single year we did it. I and, absolutely believe that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, events are just so expensive to do, but it yeah. was also some of the most rewarding times. Like I, I remember getting done with SGC. It was, I think it's probably 2013 up in. Uh, Maybe maybe it was twelve. I don't know, but it was. I think it was last one we ended up in Frisco, and mm-hmm. Dallas. And um, I remember getting done, and just like we're all just zonked, but we're crying, like we're just exhausted, but we're so happy. Um, yeah. We we were we were so happy with what we had made and what we created, and everyone worked their butt off the entire weekend. But you got done, and then just this flood of like did it rushes over you and that was really really cool scc every year was was like this immense pride uh it was it was more of a prideful thing than anything else and uh getting it started was was no different it was just you know figure it out you know Who, how do you do this i don't know how does this work i don't know figure it out you know and that that was like the mantra let's figure it out you know
0: yeah no and i mean that's that's how i do a lot of things right i i've uh I mean, even, even Atomic Monsoon was just like, how do we do this? I don't know. What are we going to make the show about? I don't know. Let's figure right. it out.
1: How do you get guests? I guess just call them and ask? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. you, re- you reach out, you email them, you say, hi, you know, this is who I am. This is what I do. And and I think that's something that, you know, kind of my, my, life, <laughs> my life mantra. Uh, I, I love the Nike slogan of just do it. I mm-hmm. think it's the best slogan in the world. Um, but mine is, you know, Mine is just a little take off of that is just go get it. Just go get it. Go get it. Whatever it is you want, whatever your it is, go get it. And, you know, sometimes you may not even know what it is, but you'll find it along the way, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's, you just gotta go get it, whatever gotta... whatever it is.
0: I mean, like your options are, you can try and go get it. And if you fail, at least you tried to go get it. And, you know, okay. But then if you didn't, you're just in the same boat you were before. Or you don't go get it, and then you always wonder if you could.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, and you you so, got one shot of this.
0: Yeah, one shot. So why not, why not try? <laughs> at the very you least, go. you know? Yeah, for um, sure. So, oh, man, where do I transition from there?
1: <laughs> Wherever you want to
0: uh, go. Ah, that's, a, that's a good question. You know what? Uh, let's talk about my favorite segment, your favorite segment, <laughs> and everybody in the world's favorite segment. Hard news! Sounds um... Good. uh so you guys did it was like a five minute video every day in addition to the other daily stuff you're doing it was like a five minute video every day that was all just here's the big hits in gaming today right um so obviously hard news started as a segment on side scrollers maybe not obviously 10 years later but what was the impetus of making hard news its own show what did that take and and why did it end because i just at one point it was just like hey we're not doing hard news anymore
1: yeah. Really good questions across the board. So, um, so hard news was, uh, it started based off of, uh, I felt like a need. Um, nobody was doing a daily news show at that time. It was literally the first video game news show on the internet. First daily video game news show okay. on the internet. So, uh, it was something I had been thinking about, like how do we do this? What 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 can we do for a video game show, or some sort of news show? And uh, at the time, we were working with game trailers, and we were producing, you know, vaults and top tens and in these different series for for GT. And um, GT had a uh, user user uh, section, and just like as luck would have it, I saw Destin in the user section, and he was producing a show. Uh, he had done like two episodes of a show called The Daily DL, which was a which is a show he was literally doing in his parents' basement. Um, and <laughs> it was, um, he was like really flat, like uninspired voice. It was like, hey, I'm Destin. This is the Daily DL. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that, that brother in Everyone Loves Raymond, you know? Uh, and it, <laughs> yeah. was, it was, it was kind of like his tone. So he was doing this show and it was kind of what I saw for this. And I was like, so I reached out to him. I was like, hey, man, I like what you're doing do you want to do keep like, it was kind of like in UHF where he goes, Hey, can you do that every day? Stanley, you know, right. like, right. And that's kind of what it was like. It was like, do you think you can do that every day? Do you want to work for us? Okay, cool. How about you come up? So I flew him down, flew him down and we did like a couple tests and I was like, well, how'd it go? You know? And like, how'd that feel? And that's kind of how it all started. So that's, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, we're going to do this. And Destin's our guy. And, and, um, and then from there, I mean, I remember doing the tests and the very first episodes of hard news. Destin was very like, he'd never really been on camera in front of lights and stuff. And, uh, you know, I remember him just being really like tense and I I remember filming it and I was like, something's missing, like something, you need some sort of hook, right? You need something to bring in. That's where the point came from. So Mm -hmm. I remember being like, I was like point to the camera, point to the camera and we'll zoom in. And like, that'll be, that'll be the thing. That'll be your thing. So, Um, yeah, we started hard news and, and it went great. It was, you know, saw a lot of imitators after that. Um, but Dustin was, was excellent at his job and it still is. I mean, he's, he's moved on to IGN now and he's like running the show at IGN and like I'm so proud of Dustin. And, uh, so he took that and I was like a springboard, which was, which was so great. So, um, after doing it, after producing hard news for, I don't know, seven, seven years or so, I mean, I think at the time we'd split off hard news from screw attack to a uh, separate, Screw attack News Channel. Um, oh, that
0: might be right. Yeah, yeah. And
1: uh, yeah, so we did that, and at that time we had been acquired by Fullscreen, and mm-hmm. and they had a, they had acquired Rooster Teeth, and Rooster Teeth had a show called No, which was which was you know their their version of Hard News, right. and I was just trying like honestly like this is really dumb like this is really dumb. I, mean, I was just trying to be like good good company guy. Right. I was like, well, you know, they have this show called The No and we have this show called Hard News and they have pretty much the same thing. So how about we'll stop our show so they're not competing with each other. Right. Nobody asked me to do that. It was okay. just like a, it was just like something I did. And, you know, and uh, you know, I think, well, we can, you know, we can use those resources in another way and, you know, probably for. Whatever show the best ever, or, you know whatever show show A B C or D that we were doing at the time. So we did, and it ended. And and uh, you know honestly, it, I think it was also time. It was kind of time for it to go. You know, you produce a show online for for that long, it's it's really hard. And YouTube was changing. Um, yeah. You know, you talked about it early on, the idea of like these. You know, we'd produce something original every freaking day. That was our tagline, something, you know. And the reason all of our videos were short was because we were so- producing something original every freaking day, right? right there were, there right. were two, two to three, four or five minutes, right? And the idea of getting hard news out on top of that was just stupid, right? Okay. Uh, but, but we did it. But the internet was changing, YouTube was changing, and, and a three minute wrap up of the video game news was no longer what the audience wanted. You know, the audience was wanting five to 10 minutes. And they wanted a little more in-depth analysis, right? So for us, I, it was like, okay, it's time. You know, it's time okay. to call it a day. And I, I love TARD News. I think it has, has its place in, you know, in the pantheon of, of gaming news shows and stuff. But, um, uh, but it was I think it was about time.
0: Okay. Yeah, not to, to contradict everything you just said. But, man, I, I really am kind of bummed that YouTube has gone to closer to 10 to 20-minute videos for everything, it feels oh. like. Um, I, I really liked just getting a bunch of short videos more frequently, you know? Um, yeah. and, and I, I miss that, you know, I missed it about screw attack, I missed that about, you know, even, even, you know, James, right? Like a lot of his early videos were, yeah, five, 10 minutes. And some of them ended up being, you know, close to 45 minutes. And it's like, man, it's cool that he's able to do that. But I miss the short ones.
1: right Um, right and
0: i don't know maybe i'm in the minority you know maybe maybe the rest of the world wants the longer stuff and i'm i'm the one the one kid that's holding on to to you know that early internet nostalgia but uh (laughs) i don't know i i miss you know the two minute video game vaults i miss the the five minutes of hard news i miss all those those shorter quicker hits yeah Uh, and especially now that. that especially now that nobody's doing it you know i think that I, I overheard you and Nick, and I'm one of your patrons, so uh, I know you mentioned on Patreon. Thank you. you. Potentially, potentially bringing some of those back. You're welcome. I'm I'm all for it. You know, I especially now that the, the Screw Attack Archive YouTube channel has started up. Do you know Do you know who that is? Do you know who's I, doing that? It's- I have
1: no idea.
0: Okay. Like I
1: legitimately, I have no idea who it is. Uh, they haven't reached out to me. I haven't reached out to them. I watch it. I think it's great. It's super yeah. fun to watch. But, and, and I think it's necessary. I think you know, like, because right now there's there's. There's legitimately you know if you you can't find the screw attack stuff anywhere, it was taken off uh, yeah. from rooster teeth, so yeah uh,
0: Actually, yeah so, yeah, um so thank you to whoever's doing the screw attack archive uh, right, right, right I love it. um you mentioned it in one of the early one of your earlier podcasts, one of the early of the four um yeah. podcasts, and I immediately was like, what what is this?" and I went over and checked and you know watched uh, one of the eating challenges and hit subscribe. And I was like, yep, I'm, you know what, in this, in this messed up world we're in right now, like, I don't know about everyone else, but I'm clinging to nostalgia for comfort. <laughs> and there is a lot of like, man, I watched this once, you know, 10, 12, 15 years ago. And I remember it, you know, um, the right. clips of the week or or the eating challenges or or um, the vaults or anything like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so glad that that. Somebody preserved those and is, is resharing them. So,
1: yeah, whoever um, it is, good on you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, if you want to see the stuff that we're talking about that Craig used to do, <laughs> right, right. Head over to Screw Attack Archive on YouTube. So, okay, so you said that this is all all the stuff's basically gone because full screen merged Screw Attack with Rooster Teeth. And, and I, I know you've said that you would sell to full screen 100 times out of 100 times and you, yes. you don't regret that decision. Is there any part of you that regrets not selling it, but Letting other people be your boss
1: uh, other I think that's one of the same, right? I okay. think anytime time you sell, you know you you know you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have you know other people be your boss. with that said, I mean, that was a very hard thing for me. Right. Um, like i I struggled with that immensely. um you know I, I've said before i've I went from you know having no bosses to having like like literally seven. Uh, yeah. i I remember having to get like seven sign offs. Um, on shows to be produced at like RT and, and you know they have their way of doing things and cool you know good yes. good for yeah, them yeah. you know like they have obviously seen a lot of success just for me it didn't mesh with me um, I you know that's kind of why I'm doing my own thing now you know yeah. I I, I want to you know I want to uh, do things how I want to do them and and uh, you know I, I think I think a lot of people can relate to that it's just one of those things that for me it was just I was just ready to be done with rooster teeth as fast as I possibly could because sure. I, you know, for me, the writing was on the wall with, um, you know, my, my, my history there and, and what was going on. So, um, yeah, you know, is do, do I have a regret of, uh, you know, have, having someone else's boss? I think they're one of the same. Um, okay. but with that said, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. It certainly wasn't easy. Um, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but and I,
0: I mean, like, nothing against Rooster Teeth or Fullscreen. No. Like, they, they're they their own businesses. They run their business their way. And, and you know, like you said, like you've said before, everyone at ScrewAttack got a raise. Everyone got insurance. Everyone, like, everyone else seems to make it okay. And, I mean, you know, Ben and Chad and Sam and Brian and, and Nick are all working with those guys, and, and they're all doing okay. And, you know, like he's mentioned earlier, Destin's at IGN. And so many, like, like, all the ScrewAttack crew has moved on to something bigger it feels
1: like yeah they they all they all landed on their feet yeah you know and and i think that's that's probably the biggest thing yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's 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 huge that's like a such an important thing for me personally you know um you know i i think there was this there's this perception of that screw attack was this like you know that that screw attack was this raking in money and that is not the case we were you know we were uh you know there's a reason why we had so many so many staff it's because nobody was making money nobody's making any money right so you know for us that's that was uh one of those things where you know we nobody nobody's really making any money and and uh for me i wanted to make sure that it was just, it was that you know that for us i've told the story before but we had an opportunity with game trailers they came to us and was like hey we would love to sign you to a five-year contract mm-hmm. and we were gonna we're gonna pay you a quarter million dollars a year to produce your vaults your top tens, for us and it'll be regular schedule. You don't have to worry about things like this is, but, but it has to be exclusive. Right. Right. And for us, it was like, okay, so we, we can be, it was a five year contract. Mm-hmm. And on the service, like, oh man, a quarter million dollars a year. Yeah. It sounds awesome. But not when you're paying like eight people. Right. 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 So yeah,
0: that, that, goes away pretty quick.
1: It goes away very fast. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, if it's like me, I'm like, where do I sign up? You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll take a right. quarter million, you know, but it's not. So, um, I remember we sat down and, and, uh, went, we went to a Wendy's and I told the guys like, this is what we, this is an opportunity we have right here. Um, this opportunity is, uh, this, this deal with game trailers, uh, we could do this or we can go all in and try to sell the company. And everybody was like, let's do it. Let's, let's sell the company. Uh, because everyone's getting older. Everyone needed insurance, you know? Uh um, right. everyone needed to make a little more money and and that was like the big driving force behind it.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Um I've mentioned on this show a couple times before, but Craig, I know you don't know. My family used to own a comic book store. You know, we ran it for uh just shy three years and I loved it, but running that business was hard, it was just brutal. Yeah. Um, you know, again, we weren't making a ton of money, right? Like we all had side jobs as well. You know, and and when the time came, it was like, hey, it's not a hard decision to decide that it's time for this to be done. And a few years later, I ended up working at another comic book store, which, again, I loved and I loved not being responsible for stuff. But I also very much missed the freedom of like, oh, I just I want to go change this and I could just do it. Right. And then suddenly it was like, oh, I got to talk to the assistant manager who has to talk to the store manager who has to talk to the owner who has to talk to the other owner. Right. Right. Like, can we do this. And It was like, OK.
1: <laughs> right right um,
0: right yeah and that that that's a weird transition to have to go through okay so after screw attack you did uh, after after all that ended you went and started game attack with uh, Sean Bolin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and we talked a little bit about game attack earlier but it was it, it felt to me like it was mostly just you guys streaming games
1: uh, initially it wasn't uh, we were positioned okay. to be a the first six months we were positioned to be like this what people forget about about game attack in particular was um, Game Attack was started under Rooster Teeth, and right. uh, the first six months it was it was supposed to be positioned as this third this third brand like Achievement Hunter, like Funhouse, uh, this third gaming brand. Mm-hmm. And um, after like you know we were expecting you know we were we we're trying to work with the other brands and work with the other you know other arms of Rooster Teeth about you know you would think that if you have this formula uh, and you have these massive audiences, you'd want to like. To use like a wrestling term, you'd want to provide a little bit of rub, right? Um, And and put a little shine on these things. Yeah. Um, And we were just getting nowhere fast. And really, um, you know, after after about three months, uh, we had a meeting with Matt and Bernie, and uh, we just kind of laid it out, like, hey, you know, we can't. Nobody is working with us here. Like, we're, we're trying to we're trying to grow this. This is why it makes sense for this to grow, to benefit your business. And we spent an hour uh, talking to them and, and we like laid it out, like all business. And when we got done, I remember Bernie looking at us and, and Bernie looking at me in particular. He goes, so, so you want to be famous? And I was like, Ugh. "Did you like, I was like, did you hear anything I said? You know? And we left that meeting. We're like, okay, we're done. Right. Yeah. So, so about three months later and this, and the way it's, what's funny is like you, Start putting the pieces together like later, later down the line is uh so three months later, uh my contract is up mm-hmm. with because I, I had a three-year contract after the acquisition, right? Okay. And then they're like, hey, uh, let's talk. So they um there's a couple people in their management team. One of them went up to went up to Dallas to go talk to Sean. And several of the screw attack people to fire them. Oh, and, and that, but they wanted me to go down to Austin to talk to Ezra. So they interesting. So I drove down because Ezra was the guy that I dealt with for the acquisition, right. and he was then the president of, of Rooster Teeth. I think their hearts were in the right place because the idea was look, you've worked with Ezra, you have, uh, you have worked with them for a while. Uh, you, you, you kind of went on this little, little road with him. Uh, so it'd probably be best if you talk to Ezra. So I drove three and a half hours down to Austin to have a, like a, a five minute conversation about him pretty much saying like, yeah, we're going to let you go because your contract's Ugh. up. And, um, so I go down there and, uh, get let go. We leave whatever, when, you know, whatever, but part of right. us leaving is we're allowed to take game attack. Right. Uh, I was okay. like, I was like, I want to take game attack and they're like, okay, so we lease the brand back from them um for two years and then okay. after two years we would get the get the game attack name so you know i'm driving back and i'm just like steaming i'm like they make me drive all the way down and fire me. you know and Seriously. This, <laughs> yeah. yeah right so in, in my drive back i'm like you know i'm uh thinking about like okay what's the next step how do we move forward to this and um and that's where you know getting together with sean and you know really it's pretty much a call immediately i was like okay who got fired You know, who got fired? Uh, Uh Who was who was the one who was the one? So John got let go and Sean got let go and I got let go. And, um, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, okay. so uh, so then we left. And but we had this YouTube channel. We had this name. And when we streamed on Game Attack, when we were under Rooster Teeth, we saw like crazy success. Uh, I remember one day we streamed and made seventeen hundred dollars. Right. And I was like, I was like whoa. So we go, I went to my boss and I was like, look, we can stream and make half the money that we made last month on this YouTube channel. Cause it was just starting. I think we made like $3,500 one for the first month. Right. Okay. We can make half the money in one day. Yeah. Right. And then we did a second stream and that made like $900. Right. So we made like $2,700 in two days. And I was like, look, this could be amazing yeah, for, 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 for this brand. And he goes, don't ever do that again. Don't ever stream. And we're like, what? what? Like, like, like what, what, like, what do you, he goes, no, we're not going to, we're not going to stream. I don't want you streaming. I was like, do you not see the money we just made for you and your company? Right. <laughs> like, because we didn't see a cent of that. Right. Like we didn't, right. we, you know, like we're just, we're just like, yeah, you know, and we were just like, it was, it was like one of those things where you just want to like slap them and be like, are you, are you like effing, like dumb, like, or like, what is, what is wrong with you? Wow. So, so when we left, we, that's, that was the inspiration of streaming. Like, cause, cause from a video perspective, you cannot make a living producing video on YouTube right now, unless you have some other, other forms of revenue. And, uh, that's, that's where live streaming happened. It was like, you know, we saw the most success from, from live streaming. Yeah. And that, that was the only way we were going to be able to make a living only way we're going to be able to make a living doing this if we wanted to continue producing content it had to be with live streaming and uh and that was that was why we did that so so now i'm doing a now i have a balance you know now now that i'm no longer with uh with ga um i have a balance between the two and it's it's a little bit of live streaming a little bit of podcasting and it's uh all just a great time.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, I uh I don't know if we ever got a an answer to this. And oh, if sure. you if you wanna give the same it was personal answer, that's cool. But it was there was there any particular reason for leaving Game Attack or was this all pandemic based or or
1: No know. You know, this is this is gonna sound really like corny and I know that I know this because I've heard people say this answer and I just didn't understand it. But the reality is is that like one day I woke up and I was like I think I'm done like I think I'm just done doing this and I just woke up and I knew it and that was it you know like I just kind of woke up I knew that I was done uh with with game attack and it was nothing against Sean nothing against Grayson nothing against community Mm -hmm. I just just kind of felt like I needed to do my own thing you know for the first time literally in my career you know, I, I just felt like I needed to do my own thing. And I know that sounds, that sounds silly, you know, for, for a lot of folks considering like, well, you've been doing your own thing, but I, I really haven't been doing my own thing. I've been growing with other people, um, you know, for the, for the better part of, you know, 15 years. And for me, this was just one of those things where I just needed to try something for my own. And I had this vision for this podcast I wanted to do and, you know, it didn't really work with game attack and what we were doing. And, um, you know, I have some other projects that I'm working on as well. So, you know, for me that was really, really important and I just wanted to give it a go and, and uh, you know, start over. And I know that's, like I said, I know that's a crazy sentiment when, you know, when you have a business that's profitable, making money, everyone is happy, you know, for the first time, like, you know, it was the opposite of screw attack. Right. Mm. Um, like, insurance was offered people were making money you know uh it it was we had a really good thing going and you know it was just one of those things where uh just kind of time for me and i know that like i said i know that for a lot of people that answer just doesn't make sense but that's the only answer i can really provide that uh makes sense for me so
0: yeah. Well, for what it's worth, I understand that because I've I've been parts of projects and I've had jobs where, yeah, I woke up in the morning. It was like, you know what? I'm done. I, I. Yeah. Like this is this doesn't work anymore. It's it, yeah. you know, it it, it it can work for a very long time. There can be literally no change between when you go to bed at night and when you wake up in the morning. But something internally is just no. this
1: no more. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the clock struck midnight, man. You know, and yeah. that's that's just kind of the reality of it. You know, so.
0: Okay. Well, I'm glad that, that that you're in a position where you're able to just get up and walk away and start something new.
1: Oh, come uh, on now. That's 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 the scary part, is that nobody's in that position. Nobody's well, in that position. <laughs> Especially uh, during a global pandemic. Like, I mean, hey, let's go let's go quit our job uh, during a global pandemic, Hey, eh? How's that sound? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: no, but I mean but I mean, like you said, you know, there's there's a lot of people who know who you are. There's a lot of people that, that were fans of screw attack and a lot of game attack uh, fans that, that I, you know, are, are coming back or are coming out of the woodwork or are, are being more vocal or even me, right? I've messaged you on Twitter a handful of times over the last decade. Sometimes you've responded back. Sometimes you haven't. I, you know, it's Twitter, whatever, like I get it, but like, here we are, right? We're having a conversation now because you're starting something new. And, and I think it's cool. And I, I want to help support that, you know? And if, if I can get a couple of my listeners to go check your stuff out because they liked this conversation today. Great. Nice. And You know? Yeah. And if not like, Hey, I tried, you know,
1: <laughs> Well, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you. You help spread the word and let people know what's going on and, and, uh, letting people know about, you know, screw attack. And I know it's been, uh, been a while for a lot of folks and I think it's, it's really cool that that it, it holds a fond place in a lot of people's hearts and it, as it does mine. So it's really yeah, great. Yeah.
0: Um, I have one last question and we can totally edit this out if you're, if you want, uh, um, yeah, whatever you want. I mean, going all the way back to nostalgia and everything, right. I mm-hmm. know you have talked extensively about Tom leaving screw attack mm-hmm. and, and that whole scenario. I don't I don't think we need to go over that again. Right. It's happened, but, um, have you reached out out to him at all during the pandemic or has, no. has he reached out to you or, or has there been any,
1: no, I mean, we, we haven't spoken a long, long, long while. Okay. Um, you know, probably, 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 four or five years. I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been a long time since we spoke. So, I mean, Tom is a, a dude that, you know, we grew up, we played a lot of basketball together growing up. And I think, you know, a lot of people like, they're like, oh, you know, you guys are best friends. And I'd say we, we were best friends based off of proximity, right? We, were all, right? we were always around each other. We were friends and everybody has those friends. But I would say we weren't, we weren't always friends from like the way friends should be. If that makes sense, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, we were friends out of out of proximity, mm-hmm. um, and so a lot of people, you know, hear, "Oh, you he was your best friend." And it's like, yeah, okay, you know, like, all right. Um, but with that said, you know. Um, I- Tom's moved on, I've moved on. We both turned the page and sure. uh, and like he has a family that I've never met and I have a family that he's never met and uh, honestly at this point I think if we were to like get together number 1 like it would be the same response like if he was to reach out to me and be like hey do you want to do, do something I'd be like like why you know like mm, you know okay. like it, it's it's nothing like you know it's, yeah. it's nothing, nothing personal at all. It's just, uh, okay. You know, you know, like if, if I was to reach out to him, I think his, specifically about like being on the podcast, I think people would be like, I think he'd be like, why, why, why would you want to, what, what's the point? You know? Okay. So, um, and just, just knowing him the way that, that I did. And like I said, I, I say did, cause I don't know him anymore. You know, it's been a right. long, long time, literally been 12 years since we worked together, you know? Yeah. So, um, So, yeah, you know, it's it's just kind of like we both moved on in our lives to literally entirely separate lives. So, yeah,
0: no. And that I mean, honestly, all of that makes sense. Um, It's just, you know, especially going back and watching all the old stuff on the the archive page. Right. (laughs) Like, sure. From from the fan perspective there, it feels like Stuttering Craig and Handsome Tom are inextricably linked.
1: (laughs) Sure, Um, sure, sure.
0: Like like Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Right. Even after they got divorced, they still got to put (laughs) storylines together.
1: Right, right,
0: Um, right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I I think that's great, and I, you know, I think that's that's the wonderful thing about Screw Attack is there there are a section of people who feel Stuttering Craig and Handsome Tom are Screw Attack. There's a section of people that feel like Craig, Ben, Nick, Chad, Destin, Corey, you know, Jose. That's Screw Attack. There are section of people who feel like you know Sean, Jared. Craig, you know, like th- yeah. there's there's so many different eras of screw attack with so many right. different teams I think that's the really unique thing about screw attack that that really resonates with a lot of people is there's always somebody that you could relate to
0: Yeah, yeah, no, and I I think that's true. Um, you know my <laughs> uh, You know, even though I, I was watching from I don't know pretty early on I I, I want to say it was late 2006 or early 2007 when I found you guys mm-hmm. um but yeah, my era of screw attack is definitely kind of that second one after Tom left. And it was, it was you and Jose and, and Destin and uh, Chad and, and Corey and that whole gang. Um, and after, after a bunch of those guys kind of moved away and, and went on to do other stuff. Like I still, I still stayed up with everything. I still listened to side Scrollers every week. I still watched hard news for as long as that was going. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that the day that you said that you were done with screw attack, I was like, okay, well, without Craig, I, this is not going to be the same thing. So, yeah. uh, for me, at least, that's when I kind of stepped away, and uh, I don't know. Uh, getting getting your new podcast, it's kind of like having an old friend back.
1: So. <laughs> well, that's really really nice. I appreciate it, and you know, kind of going back to what, the way we you know when we first started talking, mm-hmm. the uh, the idea of as I said, as long as I'm in charge of Screw Attack, you know, it'll be about games and fun. Right. And I was not in charge of Screw Attack, and that shifted. So, right. uh, I, I would like to think that I, I kept my word on that. So.
0: I, I would say that, as long as you were able to keep your word, it, for me at least it felt like you did, and it was it was obvious that something had changed, not immediately after the sale, but after a while, it, there something had changed, and I didn't know what it was because you know we didn't know the behind the scenes stuff. Sure. Um, but yeah, something something had changed, and, and I kind of felt myself drifting away. Um, and I know I was going through a lot of different stuff at that point in my life, right? So uh, I always thought it was me. <laughs> um, but now that more more has come out. Yeah, and again, listen, I, even though I don't necessarily agree with all the business decisions that have been made, I don't mm-hmm. mean to speak badly. I personally don't mean to speak badly about uh, either Rooster Teeth or Fullscreen or any of their employees or uh, former employees in some cases. No,
1: exactly. And, and that, I think that's the thing, right? Is, yeah. every, you know, I, nobody makes business decisions with the idea of screwing up a business.
0: Hopefully, right? yeah. You
1: know, <laughs> right, it's, 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 if you're running one, you're not, you're not trying to screw things up. Right. I, you know, I promise you that. So, um, you know, it, I think that's one of the things that's that's just kind of one of those things, you know, like uh, it, it's easy to it's always easy to judge from the outside until you're actually in, you know, right. and uh, I think that's that's probably probably one of the, the biggest things. So,
0: yeah, uh, Craig, did you ever hear back about the Soldier Boy Challenge?
1: no no i never heard back from soldier boy about wanting to (laughs) compete to to, to play video games against me (laughs) okay (laughs) um and for the several
0: listeners that are not going to understand um the rapper soldier boy back in what was this like 2007 2008 something like that um yeah put out an open challenge to the internet to play video games against someone and uh screw attack in a big bad way tried to tried to get his attention and uh and and responded and he never responded back i i don't even know did he end up playing against some some guy on mtv or something just some random dude
1: uh i think it was before um okay yeah it was before it was just one of those things where he uh uh that i think that's what my, what, what my rap was about was he played uh I think his name was Steven Totillo, I think this was his name. I think he now writes sure. for like Forbes or something. And okay. um, but <laughs> it's funny because the fallout of that was, you know, I, I called the Stephen Totillo guy a hack. And uh <laughs> and I remember seeing him later on, he's like, Oh, you don't want to talk to me, I'm just a hack. And he oh, like no. t- he took it like really seriously, <laughs> you know, like really personally. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay, all right, well, you know, thanks Stephen Totillo, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's was, it was, uh, it funny. It was just just a different time, you know.
0: No, for sure, for sure. Uh, you know, it. I don't know. From my point of view, right? I. It was never going to happen. But man, wouldn't it have been cool if it did?
1: Right. Exactly. And I think that's that was kind of the idea. Is like, yeah, this this is not going to happen. But, but, right. What if? You know. <laughs>
0: uh huh. Uh huh. So. Um, man, Craig, uh, we're a little over time. But thank you, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for being generous with your time, dude. Um.
1: Absolutely. I really appreciate it super fun yeah. time thanks for having me and, and uh, yeah. hope everyone keeps watching F- find, me yeah. on, find me on twitch find me on youtube Craig Skits there you go
0: yeah alright guys well this has been uh, not side scrollers wow what's the name of my show this has been Atomic Monsoon <laughs> um, thank you so much for, for listening this week and uh, thank you Craig for, for joining us um, super great time you know it <laughs> alright guys take care